What's good, y'all? It's your boy Jeff. I'm Kiana. And I'm Johnny B. And welcome to What's the What Podcast. Now drop the motherfucking intro. I feel like Trayvon with this black hoodie on. Huey P. Newton, Black Revolution. I'm with a new beyond queen and some illegal aliens. I got a black fist barred up and it ain't just me, it's all us. 400 years of oppression, I'm about to give me that black Tesla. Black skid marks on the pavement, cops want to see me in a black cage. Black on black on black. All right, guys, welcome back to What's the What. I'm here with Kiana Joe. Hello. She is back, and we have a special guest once again, our good friend, Mr. Ryan. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. What it is, what it is, what it is. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) So we are here today. We are here We, we are, are here. here. <laughs> we are here. Yeah, That's all you is, is here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to just um, <coughs> we'll dive right into last week we introduced a new segment to you guys. Yes. We got some people on the docket for cancellation. And what we call in the segment? Canceled Corner. Yes, Canceled Corner. I love it. So, who'd you canceling, Jeff? First person, well, I guess it's going to be a group of people. Um, It's going to be, yes, the whole Republican Party from this past week's um, hearing with Michael Cohen um, and that whole grandstanding bullcrap. Yes. It was crazy. It was just a bunch of, no questions was geared towards, you know, trying to figure out what Trump did or didn't do or anything like that, what the family did or didn't do. It was just all about. You're a liar. Mm-hmm. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. Why should we believe you? Trump would never do something like that. You're a liar. You're a liar. You did this for your own self. Why are you sitting here? Like, it's, ask some questions about why he came there. The whole reason he came there was to talk about what he did for Trump or what Trump asked him to do the with crimes. the family. Yeah, the, the crimes. Yep. Not just sitting there. He already confessed to the crimes that he's done. He's going to jail for three years. Mm-hmm. We don't need to, you know, sit here and talk about that for the whole eight hours that they did. Yep. Literally, eight yeah. freaking hours. And even some of the Democrats, just they started out with making speeches, you know, instead of just getting into questions. They do like a, they only, each person had five minutes to talk. So they would literally have a three minute speech and then say, and on that, I have a couple of questions for you. Right. And then say, answer yes or no or whatever. And then he tried to answer. And then they're cutting them off because it's like, I only get five minutes. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. Like, yes. just start with the effing questions. Mm-hmm. And answer. we don't have yeah. to worry about reclaiming your time. Everybody got five minutes and then you yield your time back to another person because yep. that person want to go back and mm-hmm. give them more bull. It's just like, just talk about what you need to talk about and be done with it. So the whole freaking Republican Party Cancel. is canceled. Canceled. Well, haven't they been canceled for the longest time? That's, no, a, that's a fact. That's a fact. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't say they've been canceled. I, there are certain people in the party. Um, I am a, a a Republican myself. I am a registered Republican. I know. That's to the, I didn't uh, know that. That's a lot of people. Yeah. You know, I, I don't sit there and talk about who I'm registered under, but <laughs> it's definitely a power play. The reason that I'm a registered Republican. Okay. I mean, I can definitely get into it, but I mean, it's a lot deeper than just being we'll, registered we'll as there. a as a Republican. Okay. So, okay. Wow. yeah. So yeah, I'm a registered Republican, and okay. that whole party has been, you know, canceled right now for me because of the the grandstanding and the bullshit that they did this past week. Okay. So. Wow. Okay. They are canceled. 
Speaking of politicians, what was um that what, who she a representative? Child, some bitch. Congresswoman. Oh, um, <laughs> I forgot her. Oh, the white lady. Yeah. Yes. From Hartford County. From PG County. Oh, PG County. PG County. Yeah. She, oh, she wherever she was from. I think she was from Hartford County. Working but she, PG. But she. Her or somebody she represents, or somebody that she was talking to represents PG, PG County. County she, I think she's, she's a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Mary, Mary Ann, first of all, her first name is country. Mary, so, Mary Ann. Lasanti said that she called um, PG County the nigger district. So you're, you're campaigning in the nigger district. She said, oh, it. let's be clear. She said nigger district. You can't campaign in the nigger district. <laughs> wow. And now she's trying said. to apologize for talking about that word. Is, what she say? That word is not in her vocabulary. Yeah, her vocabulary. But you, you just said it, it already. Yep. That's like me using the word. That's like me saying, um, <clears throat> what's the word? Ostentatious. That motherfucking word is not in my vocabulary. I do not use it on a regular basis. I don't even know how to use oh, the motherfucker. Oh, oh, let, oh, let me ask you this. You know what that means? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Exactly. But, right. That's the point. So it's not in your vocabulary. It's not in my vocabulary. <laughs> so you don't use it. So I don't use it. And but it wouldn't, just flow, and off it wouldn't just flow off of my tongue. <laughs> but when you say something like nigger district. district, and you say that that word is not in your vocabulary, Bullshit. you are a white a 51-year-old white woman in America. Know what that that word is in your motherfucking vocabulary. It's ingrained in your DNA, bitch. And the Jeez. thing about it is, I'm pretty sure that's probably not the first time that not she's ever all. said something like that. Not she just all. was comfortable in that group that she was in, at having dinner, a bar, wherever she was at, with that one person. But she's probably had that conversation at Multiple home times. or somewhere mm-hmm. to say that. Said that same exact exactly. statement. But just, she was so comfortable with that person, so she said the nigga were, instead of saying, in another conversation, she might just say, a heavily populated African-American urban or district. urban district or whatever. No, you said what you said, and you got caught. So this was in a, a, a private setting. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, was, out, they was out, the, um, out, out for drinks or something like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yeah, everything comes out over drinks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely, everything. Yep. Your true fans come out. Give us a person a drink, and they'll tell you. Drunken tell words are sober yeah. man's thoughts. Drunken words are sober man's thoughts. Or woman. Or woman. In this case, clearly, this bitch told her truth. Sure. Wow. She's a racist. She's in the cancel corner. Yes. She's in the cancel corner, and there she shall stay. Absolutely. You can apologize all you want to whoever you want to, bitch. You're canceled. Yeah, it don't matter. You can't. And so are your children. Jesus. Oh, Lord. Jesus. Well, we're going to move on from her. She's canceled, and we don't give a about her. But, um, okay, now that we're done with cancel corner, yes. Um, let's talk about um, national... Women's History Month, which Let's is uplift some yes. women. Let's we just got out of a, a, a crazy Black History Month. Black History Month is three sixty five. Yeah, just to let you know, three sixty five. Black will continue. We are black, not, black History does not end in February. Absolutely it not. And it doesn't Every start day. in February. Absolutely black History not. starts is with you. With you. With you. Yes. Know your history. Know your history, but. Let's talk um, about some black women. Yes, some black okay. women. Okay. 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 So we're gonna uplift. We're gonna uplift. I feel like we need to uplift. Um, let's start with the the queen. The queen. The queen. Latifah. Latifah. To be exact. The, to be exact, the queen of hip hop. Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Okay. AKA Dana Owens. Oh. Dana Holton. Dana who? Owens. That's Aaliyah. That's Aaliyah. Yes. <laughs> so yes, recently Dana. she um 
is going to be building a $14 million housing project in her hometown Queen. of Newark, New Jersey. Wow. Um, $14 million? $14 mil. Queen has um, An affordable housing project for her community, you know, mm-hmm. to get people into housing that Come we need. Come back home. What you know, a blessing. What a blessing. Bring it all back home. You know, she doing big things. Yes, she is. Listen. She always been doing, like, amazing things always. that people don't really acknowledge her for. That's why she's my favorite. A lot of people don't know, because I didn't know this. Because she's not one of those people that... She don't blast, she don't blast it, it out. You know what I'm saying? She, she just, let her work speak for yeah. herself. Mm, let the workshop done. For, let's see. Mm. For me. Hey! Lord have mercy. Break my chair <laughs> if you want to, Keanu, and I'm going to break your ass. <laughs> Next! <laughs> Oh, my Lord. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> okay. I wish y'all could see what's going on. Right? I wish you could see I it, wish too. y'all could see. We're going to start doing some video content for y'all so y'all can see my face. Because it's going to say everything. Mm. But, um, yes, we are uplifting Queen Latifah. And she lets her work speak for herself. She doesn't put it on blast. She doesn't tell everybody all of her tea. Yes. She does the work. She yeah. does the work. For her community. Setting an example. Setting an example. Yes. So She's the queen. She, she shall always be. Yes. She always has been. She is a, a woman, a powerful woman that we are uplifting tonight. So we uplift. Salute. Salute. To queen. Yes, yeah, queen. Yeah. Clank, 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 clank. I love you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So make sure you celebrate this. Um, national black, well, I guess it's not black, but right, we're black. going to say black Hello. women's history. Yeah, so um, uplift some yeah, women in your up, life. Yes, uplift some of those black women in your life. Um, some known to the world, some lesser Unknown. known people. Yes. Um, we started with Queen Latifah. The, it does not end with Queen Latifah. No, there are doesn't. so many black queens yes, that need yes, to be uplifted. Yes. And if you um, have any black queens that you want us to spotlight, a shout out, send them to send them us. Send them our way. Send them to us at um, what's the what at gmail.com. Is that the Hashtag. right email address? What's I the hope what? so. You just one. said it already. What's the what? One at, gmail. at gmail.com. Yes. yes. Hashtag us at what's the, the what, what podcast on Twitter. Instagram. Let us know these women that you want us to spotlight and shine a light on in your community because that's even post them on your own Instagram, Twitter, yes. and then just hashtag. What's the what? what? We will make sure that we also repost that same post. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. Clink, so, clink. <laughs> yes, clink, clink. Um, so we are going to take a quick little break, and we will be right back. Here we are, back again, with the jump off. Okay, okay <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so I want to talk, I just recently listened to... Uh, your girl Jeff, the Cameron Hunter show, her podcast, and they were talking about um, that's some gay shit. That was the title of the um, the podcast, Jeff, and it just it resonated with me, not in a good way, but not in a bad way either. Just her, um, it's just the, the topic of enough. Mm-hmm. You know, when are you like when are you black enough? When are you gay enough? When are you too black? When are you too gay? Because she discussed some things about um how gay black men are portrayed and how gay black men show up or have show how she's seen them show up and it pissed her off. 
how they show up compared to white gay men. And then she also made some connections to um, Steve Harvey and him showing up a little bit aggressively as a black man and, and too black, like, woo, child chitlins and chicken wings. Oh, um, Lord. <laughs> and she was saying, she was saying like, you don't, like, you don't have to do all of that. Um, but it's just like, what if that's just who they are? What if what you deem as too much or as not enough, what if that's just who they are? Why, why, why pass the judgment of, you know what I'm saying? That's not enough. That's too much. Episode 10. Episode 10. Um, and I don't know what her show was Th- called. This is Karen Hunter. Well, we didn't want to. I'm sorry. Her, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just in case they wanted to listen. No, just in case she wanted to give a donation. Oh, um, <laughs> of course. I'll reach out to her. Please. Because that's your girl. Yeah. <laughs> not um, <laughs> She is not in the cancel corner. She, she is, is not, not yet in the cancel corner. She, she, she got her foot in. <laughs> might be canceled for others. <laughs> oh, my wig. Um. Yeah, so what do y'all did? I, I know, you know, we had a chance to listen to it. What are some of y'all's perspective? And Ryan is still here with us, y'all. That's me. Um, what are some of y'all's perspectives on what we heard? What y'all heard, and how how did it make you feel? I know Kiana was very passionate. <laughs> she was very passionate. Um, so much so that she threw a drink. But. <laughs> <laughs> no. So let's let's start with you, Kiona. Let yes. get your let's passion out Keith. there. Come on, let me move your drink. <laughs> <laughs> let me get the coaster. I just got these for my key. <laughs> they not put no money in this you, boy. Exactly. Exactly. Not this is not an advertisement. I'm gonna bleep that out. <laughs> Please, you take that out. <laughs> this is but not go ahead, So the way she came off to me. In my she, she was on air with was some Andrew McCaskill, McCaskill, Andrew McCaskill, whoever this young man is, he's a gay black young man, a professional, professional, um, works in corporate America. Yes, yeah, I won't say where he works. Yes, he works for corporate America, and the way she kind of started was they were having a meeting, they were together talking about some different things, and the young man saw a guy in the lobby and said, "Oh, he's cute," and to her, she. I'm sorry. To her, she um she told him, she said, oh, interesting. She didn't know he was gay. Um, and when he complimented the young man that they saw, it took her back a little like, oh, I didn't even know he was gay. And she really appreciated that she wasn't able to tell off back. She couldn't clock him. She couldn't clock him that he was gay. And um, she thought that, well, she said that she, it pisses her off mm-hmm. when... People come off as, I would say, as too gay. Or as Jeff made it, well, Jeff told us that she kind of got two different perspectives from it, saying that the way that black gay men are portrayed in media is more like, mm-hmm, sis, miss girl, yes. whatever, yes. Really extra as in when they show up, they immediately have to throw it in your face that they're gay. And whereas though our white counterparts, they don't show up as that. Like she used the example of um, Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper on CNN where you wouldn't- I didn't even know Anderson Cooper was gay until about last year. Right, you wouldn't know they were gay just looking at them. last year. 
you're right, you wouldn't know they were gay by just looking at them. But if you see a black man, you would know he's gay because he's so extra. He's very effeminate. He's very out there. That he has to throw it in your face, and it just pisses her off that that's how it's portrayed. Now, that didn't come off to me as that. I think that she came more off as a personal thing, like she doesn't like that black gay men come off as that or that they have to be so extra, quote-unquote extra, mm. or so much... Um, so out there have to throw it in your face that they're gay and to me it's like uh, they're not just throwing it in your face they're, they're just being who they are and it's you who's putting that judgment on them like they're gay because they're doing x y and z so i guess going back to your point of what's too gay or what's being too gay right. and is that too much you know what i'm yes. saying so that was just one little you know thing and that, that i got definitely stood out to me <laughs> because I was just kind of like when she said it pissed her off that kind of like made it personal to her mm-hmm. and it kind of like in a way to me revealed some internal homophobia that means she, she may not be um, aware of you know what I'm saying um, but I think that when we um, kind of sort of judgment on other people based on what our expectations of them are. Mm-hmm. Or what it should look like. Right. We kind of always set ourselves up for failure. Because you can't expect somebody to present the way that the way that you think that it's they correct. should present. Or that you think it's correct. Um, and we just kind of kind of sort of accept people for, for, for the way that, for who they are. Mm-hmm. And I understand like there are some there are some instances where it's just kind of like you know, somebody and I and I, I use the term girls because when I talk about the girls <laughs> talking about I, I swear I hate the them. girls. I hate the, <laughs> some instances where the girls present a certain way and it's just like bitch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I understand that. Yeah. But at the same time I also understand that like she said that the, it's it's conditioning mm-hmm. that is that could very well be the environment that they grew up in mm-hmm. because in a lot of situations these young black gay men are put out of their homes at young mm-hmm. ages mm-hmm. and they are they are forced into these grown up in environments where the culture is very very rich in mm-hmm. you know traditions of certain types of affectations with homosexuality, yes. especially in the black gay community, yes. with, you know, the ballroom scene and the, um, ooh, what are they called? Houses. Mm-hmm. You know, in the gay houses, like, there's a certain type of language and a certain type of lingo that is used mm-hmm. in that scene. So, of course, if that's the way that they have been conditioned, that's the way they will present. Yes. So, I understand that, um, but... Oh no, child! It was a bit much for me. It was for me too. Um, while I do, and you know, Jeff turned me on to Karen Hunter. Um, she's cool. You know, she has a lot of very, very, very valuable. This was relatively problematic for me personally. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I'm a gay black man. Yes. So I very did. I'm, yes, I'm, and I, I think, did take it personally. Yeah, and I think that's why I may be so passionate in it too. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> not a gay black man. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm sorry. <laughs> not that I'm a gay black man, but the way I present myself sometimes can be 
very masculine or it can be to society can seem very gay and somebody may automatically judge me mm-hmm. and say oh she's gay because she dresses like this oh she's gay because she acts this way oh she's gay because she looks this way and it's like it's an automatic judgment because of how I present myself yes. and that the way she came up to me was like you're just doing that because that might not be really who you are you're just doing right. that because that's what you supposed to do or yes. that's how that's how you were conditioned to do, which I get, which I know there's people out there who present a certain way because, like you said, that's all they have seen. That's mm-hmm. all that they have been accustomed to. That's how they were introduced into such life or how they were introduced into such things. So that's how they present when deep down in. They might not be exactly who they are, but currently that's how they present. So instead of automatically passing judgment on someone just by the way they present themselves or how they dress. Yes. Um, you should first get to know someone. And I think that's probably why I took such a, a heartening toy. Like, but you can't automatically say that's not who they are just because of how they look Come or through. how they're acting. Yes. Jeff. Okay. I want to get into your perspective because I'm looking at your face. I'm reading your body language. <laughs> and it's just. I'm reading your body language. You Come on. Older. It's a bit much, ain't yeah. it? Yeah. It's a bit much. Let me tell you. I'm passionate about it. Oh, I got you. I got you. So you're just feeling it. I'm feeling it. He had some wine, y'all. No, I didn't. (laughs) Jazz! 20 cups. No! (laughs) We're going to break it down to one. One. One an episode. One an episode. Cheers to that. Okay. So, um, first thing first, I am going to leave a link in the um, description of this podcast. Um, for that yes. episode because I want everyone to be able to listen and get their own perspective yes. um, to what was said in that episode because I guess as a um, heterosexual you know male um, I feel totally different than what you guys have you know said um, over the last you know 10 minutes we was going for it but I'm not mad at it their diatribe went on Listen. a little bit 10 minutes too long it, it was, was okay long. it was just enough it wasn't enough because I ain't done hello but um, you know so what I got from it and again at me I understand what I might say may trigger some people may seem insensitive may be problematic but these are my yes this will be controversial um, but these are my opinions on things so what I got from it was yes she said she it pisses her off when that's what you know black men has not have to but that's who they come off as as the you know super effeminate guys or whatever and you know what they show in the world and what the media shows when it comes to black guys black gay guys rather is that they are you know this quote unquote over the top and I agree you don't know what's too much what's not enough or whatever with anyone if they're putting up a you know a facade or creating this character or whatever but you know, there's sometimes where you will see a guy who you know already know um, may be gay, and it's kind of like they they have to put it in your face so that you know you know that they're gay and accept me and all that type of stuff. And it's like that's the type of stuff that me as a straight guy, I don't necessarily not that I you know that it offends me or anything like that because I'm not offended by anyone in their sexuality. Mm-hmm. I'm totally open to everyone in their sexuality. I actually, I love it. Like, I'm, I'm not 
you know, judgmental with people and who they choose to be right. um, and who they are as a person. Like, that, right. I, I don't care. And that's why I fuck with you. Let me just put yeah. that out. <laughs> I, 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 that's why I yeah. fuck with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, you okay. Yeah, because I really, I think I try to meet people. And I think this is something that she said. Meet in them that where they are. Where, meet them where they are. So, yeah. you know, I don't need to know. I don't sit there with people and say, What's your sexuality? Like, right. I could care less. If it mm-hmm. comes out in the conversation that we have, it comes out. Right. But I'm going to get to know you first. Mm-hmm. And then, if, like I said, if it comes out and you say, oh, yeah, I have a partner or I have a husband and you're a male or, I, you know, I'm a woman and I have a, a wife or whatever, it is your business. We can delve deeper into it and talk right. about it if you want to. But I'm, that's not why I sat here and talked to you today. You right. know, it's because you're gay or whatever. Like, that does not affect me um, at all. So when I do see the, you know, the guys who have to let you know, like, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay. It's just like, okay, well, who are you, though? Like, right. who, who, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, okay, you're gay, but what does that mean? Like, how do you show up? Like, I want to know about you. I don't want to know just about your sexuality, because to me, sexuality is just about who you have sex with. Okay. So it's not, you can be gay, but you're a man who has sex with men. You're a woman who has sex with women. It is what it is. Now that we got that taken care of, now let's just talk about who you are. Like, Perfect. I don't, yeah, like, I don't care about who you have sex with. Like, that's none of my business. I don't lay down with you, so I don't need to know that. So Can I just say this? I'm yes. sorry. But being gay is so much more than who I, you have sex with. I, just I, like being straight. Just like being straight. I, and, but it again, is. But that's what I, sexuality I, I, technically I, is about person. who you have sex with. It's, and again, the whole overall, <clears throat> overall picture of it, of what the being gay is, is totally bigger than just sexuality. Yeah, but again, culture. but but again, it's sexuality. When it comes down to it, it is about who you have sex with, and that's in its own bucket. It is what it is. Yeah, and then, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and then the gay community, the gay, you know, everything like that's a whole nother, you know, whatever. Right. Like it is what it is. A whole nother culture, another, yeah. you know, subculture yeah. of who you are. Yeah. Um. So, like I said. What I got from that also was, yeah, she, it pisses her off about, you know, people who have to come off as, you know, overly effeminate. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then also, why does the media only portray, yes, black guys as this overly effeminate person where we show up, even just in the black community, we show up so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Why is that the only way, not the only, but the predominant way that they yeah. show that up. They show that's us. what pisses me off. Because they're racist. Because that's not yeah. who I see when I see a gay person is what you see on Love & Hip Hop, is what you see on Tamar and Vince. It's not what you see on um, the Housewives shows. It's not what you see on a lot of these reality shows. That's not who... That's not the reality. Yeah, that's not the reality the that I see. Exactly, mm-hmm. that's not what I see. I have so yeah. many friends who are in the LGBT community. I have so many friends... Who, and family members who are in that community, and that's just not what I see every day. So it's like, when I do see that, it's just kind of like, is that really who they are, or is it they they are putting up that character? So that's where I come at from it. But again, like I said earlier, I accept everyone, I yes. love everyone, and so who you present is who you present. But again, yeah. at the end of the day, I just want to know who you are as a person. Yeah, I get that. I like, I like. I'm sorry, but I like that you say like. 
I don't like that that's what they show. But I just don't like when people generalize the whole gay community because of who they show. Just like you wouldn't generalize the whole black community because of what they show in the media. Don't generalize sure. the whole gay community by just what they show. Literally accept people for who they are and don't say, it pisses me off when I see people doing X, Y, Z. Let those people do who do what they're going to do. Be by who you want to be by. But don't generalize everyone by saying everyone who acts this way is this way because yes. they're putting up a facade. Yes. Don't generalize them. Brian. Yes. I'm sorry. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't know. <laughs> earlier, earlier um, Kiana mentioned that she thought it was a little racist. Racist? And, yeah, about the portrayal of you know, black, black gay men. Oh, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah. be racist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Honestly, I, I don't think it is because when I think of the portrayal of gay men in general, I feel like it's kind of consistent with between white between and black. White I got and black. you. Now you okay. did say you know the the Anderson Cooper and the other guy Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen. Who does the day? Andy that's Cohen. That's the that's Bravo. the comedian. That's no, the one Andy that Cohen, he's, um, he does like he he's in charge of Bravo, Lyle. so he does like. I don't know him. Yeah. Have you ever seen the Real Housewives of Atlanta? No, yeah. but have you but, ever seen anything on the Bravo channel? Yes, but so I he owns Bravo. Okay, great. I'll show you. A I don't I don't know who he is, but anyway. Outside of like your Anderson Cooper and all of that, I feel like the portrayal of gay men in general, in general, in whatever race is kind of consistent, and it's consistent it's, with it's, how it's, they show up. It's or consistent, consistent, and what's portrayed in the media is is more along the feminine lines, like what gay uh, is. Yeah. Now, of course. Oh, no, I don't know Andy Cohen. I've never seen him a day in my life. You don't know her. Oh. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I can't want to use that word. Okay, you can't have this. this that is words, a Mariah, that is a Mariah Carey reference, though. So that's not necessarily our words. Okay, that's a Mariah Carey here reference. We go, here we go. Y'all trying to call trademark, me. Trademark, trademark. I got you. I got you. There ain't no copyright <laughs> on no words. I got it you. is. Which words did y'all copyright? Tell me. Pull up the list. I'll find it. Yeah. That's not even late. Go ahead, continue, Ryan. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. He said, give me a second. Give me a second. But no, I, I just I just feel like it's it's kind of consistent upon, you know, the portrayal. Now, but is it the I, right I, portrayal? I do, it may not be. Like, I think it's the portrayal that the media wants you to see. However, there are many gay men who are you know, more masculine or, or oh, you yes. know. Lord, huh? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was about to say something. Never, I'm not going to say it. The Lord is working on me. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, so so you have your, you have gay men who are in like the NFL or, mm-hmm. you know. NBA. NBA, whatever. All kind of sports leagues and, you know, athletes and mm-hmm. all that. Like, they're not feminine guys. But the portrayal on the TV is oh yes, honey, yes. Oh no, stop. <laughs> like, like that, that type of thing. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I've never heard you talk like that. That is weird. Because I don't. Because that's not me. But exactly, exactly. But uh, what you see on the TV is 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 that portrayal. Uh, John is trying to get me to so, drink more. Just take a sip. Um, so let me ask this before yeah. you go there. Sorry. Let me ask this. Is it more acceptable to you guys, or why is it more acceptable to... I'm not not going to say the majority, because I don't like to generalize. So, is it more acceptable, or why is it more acceptable in some cases that people accept guys who are less feminine 
who are gay rather than guys who are gay and are feminine and present very effeminate. I think that has everything to do with toxic masculinity. Amen. I think that that has everything to do but with... But let them, let them answer that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm let not... the straight guys answer. I'm let's, gay. Let's, let's, let's... Let's, 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 let's Give me that. Give me this heterosexual. The cisgender. Cisheterosexual. Oh, I'm not familiar with this term. Don't worry. Cisgender would be a man who identifies as a biologically as a man, right? A man. Cis means a person who um assigns them like is a with their with their self. Yes. Yeah. Who you biologically? Who you you embrace? So a man identifies as a man. So you, a male, because that's who are born as a male, as male and you continually identify as, as a male. Oh, that right. is me. Okay. Yes, you're cisgender. You're a cisgender male person, and am, you're heterosexual. I am my, I am my gender. Yeah, then you're heterosexual. Yes, you are hetero. You are cis heterosexual oh, okay. male. So you're yeah, cis het. So cis het means cis cisgender heterosexual. Okay, great. Yeah. Now, can you repeat that question for me one more time? Why is it that, or is it, or do you? I'm sorry, or do you? Do you accept more guys who identify or who present more masculine, more who's gay, rather than guys who present more effeminine gay? I, you know what? Or why is it, it, sometimes it seems to me that some people do, I'm not going to generalize because I don't want to generalize them, but is it more acceptable to accept people or men who present more masculine as gay rather than guys who present more uh, a feminine like why does it piss people off so much more because they present feminine you know what I think that's an interesting question um, primarily because you know with, with myself and the rest of us working in, in retail at some point in time in our mm-hmm. lives um, I've come across a lot of men gay men who are more on the feminine side mm-hmm. and it was quite easy for me to accept them for who they are because mm-hmm. they were out and open about and it. And they were just fine. It, you know, and it it's like, it's not like I have to be concerned about you coming after me because, you know, I like, you like who you like. Yeah. I like, like who I like. That's the one thing that has always pissed me off. But, it's, but I'm not, but I don't want you to, I don't want you to think that I'm, no, no, no. I'm being totally that way that, that, that no, 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 no. all gay men are after me. No, 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 no. You know that they're not. You're no, you just you literally just said you know that they're not. Exactly. Yeah. But there are some who don't. Yeah, but that's an old. Well, that's yeah. a whole other conversation. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll get next episode. <laughs> we got time. But we got yeah, time. so I feel like the guys who I've interacted with who are homosexual, like they were, they were who they were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I would rather you be who you are, rather than me having you as a close friend and, and you. You know, feel like you need to hide it or something. You hiding something from me because and I mean, they sneak day, up on you and be like, "Oh, I want you." Oh, we got a problem, brother. Yeah, okay. we got a problem. You want me? Who? Because you do look a little weird. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. He's a liar. He's a liar. Let's be clear. I'm a handsome man. Yeah, handsome man. I just want y'all to know, handsome black man. Yeah, I am. Because we got to identify as that. Because based on the last episode, we got to identify as black because people don't know that we're black. Jesus. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. Back to the the question on the table. All right. So I'm going to jump in there real quick. Um, So um, I think, as Ryan said as well, I don't necessarily, you know, accept one over the other, one more than the other. Um, I would say I'm probably. And not by choice, just what has happened. I think I'm more friends with uh, ones who are 
more masculine. I have more masculine um, presenting. Yes, presenting gay friends versus um, effeminate ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not again was a choice. It's just who just was around happens. me. I yeah. got you. But again, I have been around plenty of effeminate um, black gay guys, and again, I don't treat them any way different mm-hmm. than right. you know ones who show as more masculine. But do you guys think? In the world or in society that... In the world, I would say the effeminate mas- ones are more accepted. More accepted, okay. Because that's, what, that's what's portrayed a little bit more often. Yeah. Because, again, I think what, again, this is what the media portrays. And I think this is more of a media versus relationship yeah. type of thing. Because my, my perspective is from my relationships that I have with people in the community. Mm-hmm. So I only go off of my relationships that I have garnered with people versus what necessarily others tell me to yeah. believe. So that's why I, I I have such a problem with the media. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that's why I say, like, when you look at TV, you see so many more of them that's more effeminate on TV mm-hmm. versus the masculine ones because I find, I feel as though they kind of hide them um, to, you know, to the back and then they want to show the woo child, what girl. And I think, that, and exactly. I think that's what tanks people's. It is. That's yeah. what tanks their yeah, their it's, perception of what gay is. Like exactly. because that's like, all they see. So then it's like I've seen so much of it. Now it's pissing me off that I see so much, and I can appreciate and I love when I see someone who is more masculine and they right. don't present just as gay or just as a feminine. Like that. That's like tanks their. Yeah, I think the, the first time that I saw a gay character on TV, he was masculine. Okay. And it was on that show, that HBO show, Six Feet Under. Never saw it. Never Never saw it. It's, uh, but it's, he was a he, and he was black, mm-hmm. and he was dating a white guy, and he, they both presented as masculine. relatively masculine. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I had ever seen, besides porn. Ooh, um, such a whore. Such a whore. Oh my god! <laughs> we can get into that because the porn does not make you a whore. But we'll talk about it doesn't. That later. But that, we, okay. that that doesn't suffice. Does no, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't make a person, but it makes you. Ooh. It doesn't. It really doesn't. It's just an aspect. It's exactly. Just a, just a part of it. Right. <laughs> anyway, go, go back to your point. But um. <laughs> but um, like that. That was the first time I had seen a gay person on television. A gay black person on television and mm-hmm. he presented as masculine so my expectation because because i've always grown up around like gay people and i've known about gay people and i've seen gay people all my life really really my aunt is um you know she's a well-pronounced lesbian a proud yes. lesbian in yes. america she, she's big in the, in, the, in the lesbian community she is she's she and she has been all my life she's always been wow my uncle is you know a homosexual and and, and he <laughs> well i you know <laughs> yes. he's a proud gay black man and you, you know what i'm saying like and i and i so love that examples. i've had those examples of yeah. you know that lifestyle in my life but it's just like when I saw that, when I, I, I had never, I had seen a masculine gay man, but it was just like to see that portrayed on television. That representation. And in the, exactly. On the, in the media, it was just like, okay. Okay. It does exist. It, 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 no, not that it does exist, because I had seen it. Right, but right, it was right. Just like, I got you. Okay, we can show this. I got you. Like, we can, like, this is, oh, this is okay to show. I got you. And I didn't see, like, real effeminate gay black men mm-hmm. in media until I saw the series Noah's Ark. Mm. 
Uh, when I saw her Noah her. and I saw Alex, well, a lot of people think that I, you know, relate to, but you know. I'm not familiar. Too familiar. He's pressed. Show. He's pressed. Who's pressed? <laughs> Alex? You? No, 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 no. I I don't think that I relate well to Alex. I mean, I I don't, but I a lot of people do. That's their perception of me. But I you know you. what I'm saying. Um, but um, I just you know, <laughs> you know, when I had seen it, it's just. It was different for me. I got you. So, um, I just want to jump in. Jump in, um, jump, because, jump. And the only re- this just really kind of um, came to mind um, when we when I was talking about the media uh-huh. portrayal of gay black men and everything. Yeah, it brought me back to, and I don't think anyone has seen this documentary, um, D.W. Griffith's um, Birth of a Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, it's a, which one is it? it's a lot of it is the, the original birth of a nation, the, the one the, from like wait, the 1915. Yeah, I saw that one. Okay, yeah. so, 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 so Ooh, what? Um, it's a three hours. It's not a yeah, it is. It's a long time. So that was actually film in American history. That was that was no, no, no. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Um, but yeah, so. Um, so it brought me up, it brought, it came to mind because that film was presented, one, at the White House, that was, like, played at the White House, I can't think of who the president was at that time, but again, that was played, and it showed what, who the black man was, it was Mm. showing, you know, this big animal, and he was blackface, and it was, you know, you gotta protect your white women, and all of this type of stuff, and that's who white people thought we were. Yeah. And they thought we were yeah. these animals and these savages. And it showed, you know, these white guys in blackface, you know, attacking the... Really? The, yes. yes. The white, and this was 1915. That's not that long ago. It's not. Not that long ago. My dang grandmother was born a couple of years after that. Yeah. And she's still living today. Yeah, that's not that so, long ago. So, yeah, it's not that long ago. Um, and it just makes me think of that's what they're kind of putting... Out now, and the the black gay community, and that's 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 where I'm saying it pisses me off because that was yes, that's who they portrayed us to be back then as these monsters and these savages, and they didn't they didn't have a relationship with us, and so then now they're portraying this quote unquote who the um, black gay guy is, and it's this you know overly effeminate guy, but again, total opposite of what they portrayed a hundred and something. Yeah, exactly. So it's like that's not who. All black gay guys are. Right, right. There right. are some who are the feminine, and then there are plenty that are masculine. And there's plenty that's right down the middle. That some days they want to be this, some days they want to be that, or whatever, because that's who they show themselves yes, to be. So that's why I said it pisses me off yeah. because I don't like the one sidedness. Yeah. So just like we don't like the one sidedness with black people, yeah. I don't like to see the black gay community is put in this in this one box because that's not who they are and i understand where you're coming from with that but that's not where it that's not where i got that message from as far as this podcast that i listen yeah and again so what she said is what she said Uh and i think it's always about what you take from things so what you hear um is you know what resonated with you right and you know again one of the things that um, I was always taught is you listen with a third ear. Mm-hmm. So sometimes what you what you hear a person say is not really necessarily you know what you're hearing. Like you literally have to break down what they're saying and really be like, okay, now are they saying that you know this is really how they feel overall, or is this just a portion 
of their feeling in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, so you have to be able to disseminate all of those different Come things. Come on here, disseminate. So that, that's <laughs> where, I, like, I literally, I will sit with things before I even present it to anybody else. Oh, so I listened to that podcast, I think, a day or two before you, before I told you about it. And I knew that it would have hit a hot button. It pissed you. me off. And so <laughs> I, I listened to it, and I think I listened to it twice um, on my way to work. And then once I got to work, I listened to it again, just so I can, again, listen to everything it was saying and then be able to digest it and be able to then come to somebody else and say, listen to this. This is how I felt. And I think when you initially presented it to me, just the way you presented it to me, it pissed me off. Yeah, because I wanted to even listen to it. Because I wanted to just tell you, like, this is what I got from it. Tell me how you felt. Yeah, and and, and I should have just gave it to you, and then we could have should have came back. But no, to no, the no, no, it's fine. Either way, I was gonna be pissed off. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and I, I love that way, you was. Either way, I was gonna be pissed off. Yeah, but it was just like you know, I was just listening to it, and I was like, and she was talking to another. She was talking, and she was. They were having a conversation. It was another. He was a gay black man who didn't necessarily present the way that she. Sees portrayed. Sees, sees portrayed. And she loved it. She appreciated it. She appreciated it, but I but I could hear, because I'm a gay black man, I can hear in his voice, he presents that way when necessary. And I think that that's a part yes. of code switching. Yes. When you oh, are with that, that community of that people, part. yes, you Which are right? going to, bitch, girl, that yes, sis, you're going to do that. And then when you're in your corporate world, because he even mentioned it, that yes. when you're in your corporate world, you're gonna you're gonna present this way because yeah. you have to. You know what I'm saying? So I think when he mentioned where he he you know was you know ninety percent of his day or fifty percent of his day or his week, he's around white people. He's in corporate white America. You know you have to keep some piece some piece of your black. You have to keep some piece of your blackness. And in in in, in keeping a piece of your blackness, you also have to keep a piece of you connected to your black gay community because at the end of the day that's who you are you know what i'm saying that's who that that that's the quilt of who you are all of that stuff is stitched in there yes so it's just like for black gay men it's so it's it's so complicated and it's so you know what i'm saying it's such a it, the quilt is so delicate everything is stitched into that quilt but it's 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 pieced together intricately, very intricately, yes. and you have to present yourself certain ways every time. Which is why code switching, which is something that we can talk about much later, and, and I know tons of people know I'm who not, are code, I'm not what a code fan switching. Of code switching. I, I understand, I, I but hate it. I hate it. And I, but, it some, but it happens. I hate it. Yeah. it happens, and and sometimes, especially being a black gay man in America, you have to do it because you. I can't. I can't show. I can't come to work and. And speak to you know upper field leaders and be like yes bitch I can't do that. But if you were on your girls. But if I'm around my you know, hey sis, my good Judy's, my good Judy's, you know what I'm but, saying? There's a difference. And I but think I think that, that's two different things though. It is because code switching is that's a a, a different type of code switching because again yes, you would not go to work and curse or whatever at your boss and be like. And an upper field person be like, hey, bitch, like, that's not no, what you would, would do. Not. So that's no. not professional. Exactly. So that's a total different thing. Being professional at work, that's that's what you should be. But again, at work, I'm pretty sure you have said that with maybe some of the people who are not upper leadership. Yes, so, because, but, but, but there is, there are always, as everything in life, there are limitations. 
you cannot go, you can only go but so far. So yes, I have had conversations with, you know, my coworkers and been like, girl, you know what I'm saying? I've been like, bitch, you know what I'm saying? In, in conversation. And even with my, with, you know, upper field leaders, I've been, and, and people who are, you know, in that hierarchy, I've been very much so myself and been like, you know, child, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, it's, it's just the delicateness of my, of that code switch. You know what I'm saying? It's, so it's just not cursing. Just, it's not even just not cursing. It's just the vernacular, the vernacular, the even, and even the tone of Kinda voice tone. that you use. And yes, even the tone of voice, yes. the way that you, you know, the way your volume changes when you say certain things, it's just been, it's been, it's very, you have to be very mindful and very delicate in the way that you interact with those people, but still staying true to who you are. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So like you say, Ryan, you don't like it when you code, when people code switch, you don't like the concept of code switching. There is there are ways to stay true to yourself in a code switch mm-hmm. where you don't come off as I don't want to say offensive, but where you don't come off as too much, but you're just enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're still staying true to and you're, and you're presenting as who you feel confident and comfortable as. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't I close these boxes? All right, so, um, so yeah, I know he's super random. Um, so yeah, so code switching, um, at work and you know, in the different communities and all that type of stuff is you know, something that a lot of people do, um, something that you know is necessary for for people. Uh, but as far as like code switching for yourself, Kiana, um, is that something that you know, you do a lot. Is that something that, you know, you shy away from? What, like, how do you feel about code switching? As far as, like, the way John was speaking yes. about it? Um, I would, I would say more so before than now. Um, and I think it's still, it has everything to do with the environment that you're in and how you react to certain situations and how you speak to certain situations. Um, we'll go with code switching, but I understand what John was coming from by saying like, you know, when in the episode that Andrew was talking to Karen, where he was like, you know, I only, I, I, I don't present that way, you know, but it was some things that he even said like, yes, um, whatever word she said. Yes. Uh, what was it? Yes. Drum know. roll. or Yes. Intro. Or whatever he said. It was just certain things that he said where you could tell that I'm sure in other settings he may have said some different things into yeah. what she was saying, but because the way she not necessarily hyped up how he wasn't those typical things that's yeah. shown that he switched it off kind right. of thing. So I don't think for my, I mean, I think for myself in some situations, yes, but I don't necessarily, I don't consider it cold switching, but I get what John was saying. In certain environments, you say certain things for certain environments, you react to certain things in a different way or you use certain words in a different way. Yeah. So I, I totally get it. I get it. But, and like you said, you have ways of still being yourself and still right. having those same things, um, having those things that you're true to yourself and saying, but also using it for the right environment. So just like when we talk about cold switching as far as like speaking white, quote unquote white, right. or speaking black. I get it. Yeah. Like I would like, I would never say to mm-hmm. like, and, and I think what it is like in like, in my family settings, I would, I, I, you know, in the black family, we are like, Ryan is my nigga. Like, that's my nigga. 
I would never be like to my other family, like, yeah, so and so, that's my nigga. I would right. never say yeah. that. Right. And be, just because, one, it's very unprofessional. Absolutely. And two, you never know what is going to be offensive to somebody else. Right. So, in that coast, in that sense of code switching, because yeah, I think we're equating two things that are not equal. What is that? Code switching and then just professionalism. Like that's, yeah, that's two, two different, different things. things. Yeah. That's two yeah. different things. So I think we're, you're things. mixing Absolutely. you're mixing the two, and that's why I said like the code switching that you're saying is more professionalism. You're not that's going true. to use that language at work. Like. You're not going to use that language. Like that's not language that you should use at work. It's because not it's, language that it's, you should use. Exactly. At work. So that's what I'm saying. So that's right. a whole. That's not code switching. A code switch is, to me, by definition, would be if you are, speak you know, what? yes, you 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 change your vernacular and you speak. Oh, well, then I don't you speak switch. with you know such a you know linguistic your, your and yes, yeah, your tone and everything. Changes. Exactly, your you know inflection yeah. and everything yeah. changes in your tone, and you speak like this. <laughs> your your tone. Yes. <laughs> this is how you talk to people, and the, no, like that's <laughs> that's a cold section. switch. Right. That's a cold switch. What you're saying is. I'm not going to go to work and say, what's up, my nigga? What's up, my bitch? Like, hey, yeah. girl! Yeah, like, that's professional. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's two different things. Facts, 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 so, facts, facts. so that's why true. I said, that's, that's why true. I just that's said, facts. we're so, equating the two. In that case, separate. then, let's, let's scratch the code switch and just say the difference between speaking the way I speak to people in my culture as opposed to speaking the way I speak to people at work. Okay. Because see, there's a difference. Or how you speak to your family and how you speak to your friends. Uh, well. See, I, 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 think, I think a lot I of it, what it is, so you all, you have a a, a dual culture Absolutely. that you have to acknowledge. Absolutely. So so whereas come on here, heteros, heterosexual sexual drink. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> heterosexual uh, just have to acknowledge that you know we're we're black. Right. But you all may have to acknowledge that you're black and you're gay. Because the norm is heterosexual, quote unquote. Yeah, I mean. I, <laughs> Societal, you know, society societal norms, you know, but your 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 you have a a dual vocabulary, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Whereas you you have this conversation that you can have as a black person, but then you also have a conversation that you can have as a gay black, black person. person, absolutely, or or just as a gay person in general, absolutely. So, so you may. So, I mean, hey. I, no, absolutely. No, I understand. What but you're I, saying. but yeah. I guess even so, I'm being mindful. Even, I'm just being mindful. Even, in conversation with gay white people, even the vernacular yeah, changes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree because in our former, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, in our former uh, in places of employment, there were a lot of gay white people. Yeah. In that arena, and you all were were different. You know, when they were around versus when they weren't around. Right. So, I mean, hey, I, I agree. And that's why I, I believe it's it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword for you all because you have to deal with being black and also being gay. Yeah, and acknowledging so, both. Exactly. Yeah. And balancing both. And balancing both. Which can be extremely hard, I, I, if and I, I might. Extremely I, hard. I think it's hard for if you surround yourself with people who aren't, non-accepting because I, I I would hope that you don't feel as though you struggle around me no. I would hope that you don't feel as though 
you know, you can't be your full authentic self around me because that's something that I would never want to do. I would never I would want feel to bad squander. About myself. Yeah, I would yeah. never want to squander who you are as a yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I said it's it's hard, but I think at the same time, for those who are non accepting, you know, straight men, that's that's their that's their loss. Which is the whole that's other their conversation loss. because I don't have like me personally, I don't have a lot of straight male friends. Um, just because of the simple fact that a lot of straight n- men are not and, and I don't know whether this I don't want I don't this may sound like an attack but no, a lot of straight male male aren't m- accepting are not not just accepting they're not comfortable and comfortable in their yeah. own sexuality where they don't feel threatened by mine just yeah, because yes. I'm around you just because I'm here does not mean that I'm attracted to you Yes. There is no need for you to be threatened by me yes. because at the at the end of the day, the first thing you need to be for me to be attracted to you is gay. Because what am I do with a straight guy? He don't want no dick. Like he don't yeah. want to be with a strong, because that's that at the end of the day, like that's <laughs> that's just real. That was pretty strong. He don't want no dick. I, I, at the yeah. end of the day, he don't want no dick. He wants pussy. That's true, and that's real. That because at the end of the day, what really this real. is what real, raw, and uncut. Okay. He don't want no dick, and what I'm giving is dick. <laughs> like at the end of the day, that's it. Yeah. So it's just like at the end of the day, like the reason I don't have a lot of straight male friends is because I they're feel like they're uncomfortable with me. I'm uncomfortable with them because I that line is so thin. That line of, you know what I'm saying uncertainty with them and uncertainty with me like are they up are they really accepting do are they really cool with this like are they really okay are they not threatened by me am i not threatened by them yeah and i think it's a it's a it's something where both are uncomfortable with each other like you said so you have the straight guy who may not necessarily think that you want to sleep with them Mm -hmm. but i think they just they don't know how to interact with you yeah. they don't know how to okay what can i say around you can i say can i be how, you know can i how, be how can my, i have that how can i have this gay friend yeah yeah you know yeah. how yeah how do i garner this relationship how do i build on this relationship how do i you know continue to make this relationship you know bigger and better than what it was yesterday so i think that's that's where a lot of straight guys and gay guys when it comes to being in a friendship with each other is kind of like you know how do we coexist with yeah. each other? And I think it's so easy to coexist with each other. It makes me think of this song. Um, I know you're a songtress. Yes. Um, <laughs> what song? <laughs> what shall I do? What move shall I make? What step shall I take? Oh Lord, what shall I do? I don't know that one. Tremaine Hawkins. Tremaine Hawkins. You ought to get it. Give me your hand. Back in the day. Now, I've been churched, but I don't know that one. Well, you didn't get, uh, you look it up. It's a really good song. It is. But yeah, so that's that's where I feel as though the disconnect is. It is. is that, you know, not enough people are willing to take that first step and just say, hey, I'm whoever. Right. And, 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 and I really hate, I really, 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 really hate society. Because I really hate that, this, that there are those barriers. I really hate that there's those barriers because of someone's sexual preference, because heterosexuality is quote-unquote the norm. That because someone else is not heterosexual and because they're homosexual, is such a barrier in between the two where we can't coexist. Because at the end of the day, who I'm fucking ain't none of nobody's business. Like... Ain't nobody's. 
Just like, just why, like I think a, that's why I'm you know, okay it, with oh, right. It, it why I'm me. Who you sleep with, and I think I said this earlier, or maybe you I think did. it's off a of tape, but like who you sleep with does not mean anything to me. Don't got nothing to do with you. Yes. You know, so nothing to do with Jeff. So at all. And I think that that's the main thing all my yeah, life that I've struggled with. All my life I had to fight. I didn't, but it's this true. Is it. It is. Shut up. <laughs> and Shelly didn't say that. It was he so funny. Like, he looked like Shelly right now. <laughs> go, go ahead. But what I'm saying is, no, I do not. <laughs> oh, come on. I look more like India Ivory. Shut up. Shelly. <laughs> Y'all are trash. <laughs> trash. But um, that's just something that I've had to deal with all my life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like... I, I hate that I it's such, such a divide. Yeah, it is a divide because it's, it's just like who I, who, who I decide to lay with at the end of the day and got nothing to do with... It really, and honestly, it ain't got nothing to do with Kiana. It ain't got nothing, it ain't got nothing to do with nobody, nobody but me and the person I decide to You, him, with. and the Lord. It ain't really even got nothing to do with Jesus. Like, like oh, let's I'm just out. be. I'm out. No, <laughs> See y'all just, later. But I'm just saying. I gotta go. You have the duel. <laughs> the duel. But I'm just saying, like, it, it doesn't have anything to do with any. Like, it's nobody's business. Ain't nobody. Yeah, I mean, I, I know people you get but along because you, because baby, you share common. Ain't nobody business. <laughs> like, you share common things, business. but. Ain't nobody been it, it seems like it's such a divide just right, because right, that's enough, that's enough. just because someone's gay or just because someone's straight, you can't get along. It's so untrue. Like yeah, that's 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 ridiculous. I hate it. You got one more time, motherfucker. <laughs> Excuse me. Fuck Excuse up, me. I'm Fuck sorry. Up. I'm sorry. Showing okay. up with his hair right. Okay. <laughs> this head is a mess up under here. But Lord help us. Help all of us. But it's true. Yeah, we gotta so, and I just, think, kind of going back to what you were saying, Kiana, as far as the society norms and all that stuff, <laughs> um, me personally, I don't, you know, believe in norms. What? Because I think norms is just something that, it puts you in a box. This is what you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to do and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Like, so if you want to stay in that box, then yes, you stay live by societal norms or whatever or you can break out of the box and you just live your no life way. you live your, your 100 authentic self true and i feel like this is how i've always felt like all my i just feel like we live in a bisexual world i feel like there are a lot of there are a lot of men yeah i might get some some flack from this from y'all that's right. but there are a lot of men i feel like who have thought about it because sexuality is fluid it is fluid sex is fluid like like at the end of the day like the point is to get a nut <laughs> that's the, the point is the point when is. it comes to sex when it comes to sex and that's what I'm, that's what that's what i'm talking about when it comes to sex the point is yeah. to get a nut be satisfied man. to be, be climax. well sometimes you don't get sad sometimes satisfaction ain't there that could go into story but sometimes it's satisfaction. Let's not. We could do that for the next Lord. time. <laughs> like the point is to get a nut. Yeah. And you know, I just feel like you know, we just. I just feel like we live in a, in a world where sexuality is fluid, and I feel like some people have not tapped into that fluidity, whereas they've thought about it, they haven't acted on it. And you think? Do you think that's what makes some cis men? 
uh, uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yes, I do. I do. Feel because like. especially those ones who are so gung ho, get away from me. Ugh. Right, right. Like they're child. so uncomfortable. And 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 I've been in situations where it's like where uh, I have said to some people, like in in my work in of retail, you know, how are you? How can I help you? And they have said nothing to me. But like, they'll find that pretty girl. Yeah. And they'll go and they'll just yeah. pause. Well, they'll go and they'll yeah. be like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking for such, such, and such. And I'm like, bitch, like, I just asked you what the fuck you needed. Like, I'm just asking you need like, I'm Like, let me tell oh, you something. Pause. Uh, no, 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 no. Ain't no well. I'm uh, here to do, no, 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 no. I'm here to do a job. I agree. And at the end I of the agree. day, I like, agree. I don't give a, like, I don't care. I don't disagree with you at all. You know what I'm saying? However, and it's just, however. However what? However. I don't know. It's just, it's just. It's just a thing where, all right, if if there's a there's a choice of a gay man and a potential, because you don't know, a potentially straight woman, and I'm a straight man, I'm gonna go towards a straight woman. And I'll, I'll let me clean that up. And because I, 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 I don't think it's necessarily. I think a guy. Slip around his front door. Yeah. <laughs> I think no, Maybe no, that no, was no, a little bit no, messy. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no. Because what I think, what you're trying to get to is, if if I'm a guy and I'm going into a store, especially a straight guy going into a store, and another guy approaches me, whether he's gay or straight, I may say, hey, no, I don't need no help. But if I see a, good, a young bro. lady that I'm attracted to and I see her and I think yeah. she's cute, whether she's you know straight by or whatever. Like I, I may go to her because I think she's cute, and I'm gonna try to shoot my shot. And I understand. So that's. But that's, I think what it is for me, it's just like. But it's I not think, even a shoot my shot type of thing. Like I understand that. No, like, no, no, no. I understand what he's saying. It's not that. But I'm just saying it could lead to that, yeah. and it has in certain I situations. Could, and I understand that. But at the same time, it's just like, dude, like really. I understand you trying to help me. I appreciate your assistance, bro. But there's this young lady over here. I understand that. Now, if this young lady don't get me right. She not. (laughs) Like, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. I'm a man just like you a man. I know how jeans fit men. You know what I'm saying? And it's. Oh, Lord have mercy. Did I just say that? (laughs) You know how jeans fit men? You a man. You do. You said retail. <laughs> but uh, I guess they know you working. No, <laughs> but um, y'all wonder where he works. <laughs> he works at. <laughs> you go right out that window. <laughs> but no, it's just like, like, I, like it rhymes <laughs> with. I'm a, listen, I'm gonna get a peanut. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I, like, I, like, I just feel like. I don't know. I like part of me. I just feel like like I know what I'm talking about. Like I know I'm I know what it's I'm like doing. It's like they automatically dismiss you. They I'm automatically dismissed. But let's like, say a heterosexual guy walk up, they might not just automatically dismiss him. Is that how you feel? What? Like if a heterosexual guy walks up, and, like if they if it was a heterosexual. But guy see, then up, that's that's assuming that that guy knows that he's gay. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. That's oh, what I'm talking I, about. Me. That's no, what but, I'm saying. but again, but again. If somebody just walks up to you or see you from a distance, me seeing you from a distance. Dress the way How you I are. Dress. Yes, I wouldn't necessarily just be like, "Oh, he's gay," and I I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go talk to him. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what the first thing I'm gonna see. And maybe I almost sound like I feel like the white people when they say, "I don't see color." I feel like <laughs> I, I don't see sexuality. I don't see gay. <laughs> I don't see gay. You know, kind of thing. But it's like I wouldn't. That's not what I would. But that's I happened to me. I understand yeah, that because but, a lot of people don't know I'm gay till I open my mouth. Yeah, people so, look at me and they're like, "Oh." 
And I've had the instance even from other gay men who have been like, oh, I thought you was this, this, and that. And then I heard yeah. you talk, and it was like, get. And I'm like, that's who I am. Like, this yeah. is who I am. Don't like, take it or leave it. Don't, ju- don't judge me just by what you see, because. So take me. So take me as, as I, I am. Or have nothing. All right, see, I, I'm sorry. I, 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 I got him. You always get him started. That was my fault. Ryan is my co song bird. Song pigeon. Baltimore bird. Baltimore bird. Them pigeons downtown in the whole Y'all are trans, all of y'all. All of y'all. But no. Ooh, okay, mercy. Um shut up. But um let's bring this all the way back. Close it up. Close it. Put a button on it. Put a button on it. Put a bow on it. Um Yes. Oh. So, you know, let's talk go right back to where we started this conversation. I know we still left a lot of things and out listen, there. We can continue the conversation yes. online. Yes, we will continue Hashtag. this conversation. Yes. Um but enough is you know, there's no such thing as enough. There's no such thing as, you too know, much. too much. You know, you present yourself Just who you a hundred percent authentically are except people and who they exactly are. if that is what anybody gets from this today is just to accept you know everyone for who they are do not treat anyone different just yeah. like we don't want white people or non people of color to treat us any type of way wait a minute we, what other type of people are there other than white people who are not <laughs> of color <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what when real. I say that there's a whole bunch of self so again so non-black people of color whatever just like we don't want them to treat us any particular way we should not treat those in a gay community any type of way um, black white otherwise Um, so yes love your your neighbor love thy neighbor as as thyself exactly Yeah. yeah Yeah. So with that, guys, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore what's the what. And use the hashtag um, what's the what podcast to keep the conversation going. Um, We'll be back next week with a new episode. Peace. Okay, black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, 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 I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black is black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, 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 I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black is black, 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 black on black, black, my thoughts so black, 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 I'm black, my skin is so black, I'm rocking that black on black.